You're listening to the Philly Young Adults Podcast. Welcome back to the Philly Young Adults Podcast. This is Josh back in the studio with you. And we can't forget Tommy, our producer here as well, behind the glass. As we promised, even though our season four finale was last Friday, we are bringing you some new content in the coming weeks. So for today's episode, we wanted to share a testimony our friend Elliot gave recently at our Philly Young Adults annual Labor Day picnic. Whether you've been walking with the Lord for years, new to the faith, or even a skeptic, I think you'll find that listening to Elliot's story will be more than worthy of your time. So let's go to the tape. kind of new around here. I started coming to Young Adults probably about March. So uh, I'm just going to open up with prayer real quick and then uh, I'll get started. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for this afternoon. Thank you for everyone that was able to show up today. Uh, Lord, I just pray that you would give me strength and uh, calmness to, to speak to everyone today and that uh, my words would fall to the floor and uh, what you would have me say would, would would go out to everyone and people would uh, understand what you want them to understand tonight. Uh, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, so I had a pretty classic upbringing. Um, uh, my parents are both strong believers. You know, we grew up going to church, all that good stuff. Um, I ended up, uh, I don't know if some of you probably know Greg Laurie. Uh, he does like tours around the U.S. and stuff, and uh, <clears throat> just preaches the gospel, and I ended up, I walked forward during, like, the altar call thing uh, when I was, like, maybe, like, 10 years old or so. Um, uh, I always did, like, a lot of church stuff growing up, you know, um, but, you know, that's what my parents were doing, so that's kind of what I was doing. Um, I went to this place called Calvary Church in Souderton. Uh, it's not affiliated with this Calvary, but similar kind of place. <laughs> um, but very short, I don't remember a ton from my childhood, you know, specifically, but uh, uh, the older I sort of gotten in a middle school and high school, uh, the more apparent it became that um, I didn't really actually believe in Jesus. <laughs> uh, I just kind of, you know, kind of emotional stuff going on and, you know, just that's what my parents did, so that's what I did, you know. Um, you know, I, I had a group of friends that I just sort of went along with and now, you know, early middle school, early high school. Um, didn't have a ton of confidence as a kid growing up, you know, just kind of went along with the crowd a lot. Um, so I kind of, whatever they were doing, I was kind of doing, you know. So um, <clears throat> uh, I started uh, smoking weed at a pretty young age, like ninth grade or so. Like the friends I was with kind of got into that. I was like a skater kid or whatever, so that was like, you know, a cool thing to do or whatever. But <laughs> um, I started living like a double life. Um, you know, I would act all good and and go to church and everything with my parents. Um, 
when I was with them and my family, but, you know, as soon as I was out the door, it was, I was a different guy. Um, so that kind of went on for a little while in high school. Um, sort of started slowly building this, uh, I guess you could say, like, false religion kind of thing where, you know, I, I, I was doing wrong things, but I thought they weren't, like, that crazy wrong, so I sort of, like, justified myself and you know, oh, you know, I can go to church on Sunday and then everything's fine, you know, but not actually change how I live at all. Um, and that really fully bloomed in uh, college when I no longer had my family or parents around to sort of keep me in line. Um, and I just, you know, lived exactly the way I wanted to. Um, got more into drugs, um, you know, started smoking a lot of weed, drinking a lot, partying, you know, um, dabbled in some psychedelic stuff. Um, just because, again, that's like what a lot of my friends were doing and, you know, it sounded like a cool thing. <laughs> um, there's a lot of the, a lot of the world, world sinful things are, are like that. They, they seem really appealing and they can be for a time. Um, but ultimately, you know, it, it, it leads to nothing, it leads to death. Um, I also, like, you know, I, during this time, I, like I said, I, I had like good grades, you know, I wasn't like a degenerate, you know, like... I, you know, I had like a really good, yeah. You know, I was going to school for engineering. I was like smart, you know, um, so I was able to sort of justify in my head, like you know, I can do these things on the side and then still lead like a normal life or whatever, which I guess to a certain extent is true, but you know, uh, not a very uh, God honoring life. That <laughs> um, makes me think of uh, I have Proverbs fourteen twelve to twelve to fourteen here. Uh, there is a way that seems right to man, but is the way of death. Even in laughter, the heart may sorrow, and at the end of mirth may be grief. The backslider in heart will be filled with his own ways, but a good man will be satisfied from above. Yeah, I was uh, making my own way. I thought I could do it on my own. I thought I could sort of figure out life myself and just kind of ignore things that I, you know, I knew in church and growing up. So there would even be times, you know, where I'd be. You know, I would get too too drunk or too high and, and just be in, like, a really, you know, like, bad place where, you know, wall, walls are, like, spinning and stuff and you don't know what's going on. And, uh, you know, in those moments, I would sort of, I would cry out to God sometimes, you know, and be like, you know, just get me through this and, I'll, you know, I'll never do it again, you know. Um, but I would, I would always go back to it. Uh, didn't, didn't learn. <laughs> it took a little while for me. <laughs> um, towards the end of college... Um, I started dating a girl, um, and, you know, we were, we were living in sin, you know, I was, um, we were having sex and just, uh, you know, seeking out the world for our own own pleasures and, you know, nothing, nothing, no, no higher calling or anything like that. Um, so I was sort of in that state for a little while after I graduated college, seeing her, moved into Maniunk, um, had some friends around there. Just kind of kept the kept the lifestyle rolling. I didn't like, you know, I had like a nine to five, so I didn't, you know, drink as much and that kind of stuff. But, you know, whenever I could get the chance, I would. Um, so about, I guess, six or seven months ago now, at this point, um, you know, me and my girlfriend at the time were planning on moving in together, um, and that's when uh, God finally broke through to me. Um, we had had some 
uh, like arguments and and conversations about faith-based things in the past, but usually it just kind of led to just being annoyed at each other for a couple days and then we'd like forget about it. Um, but we were watching this TV show, <clears throat> and it, the premise of the episode was a lot about homosexuality and you know, just, just all kinds of uh, worldly lawlessness. Um, and for whatever reason, that episode and that moment um, sort of woke something up in my, in my spirit. Um, and I think she could tell um, that something was, she was like, you know, what, what's the problem? Like, why are you, you're acting so weird ever since that, you know, since we watched that, like, what's the problem, you know? Uh, then we just kind of started talking about, you know, morality and what we truly believe and things like that. And it just got me to actually start thinking like, you know, like, cause I had some concepts from that I learned growing up and I had some concepts that I sort of taught on my, taught myself, you know, throughout my life. And I was like, yeah, what, I don't know, like what I truly do believe actually. Um, so slowly but surely, the, uh, the, the teachings from the Bible uh, started to convict me as I sort of like dwelled on them a little bit more. Um, and then one night, um, I'm a musician, so I play a lot of guitar. Um, and I have like a little jam space in my basement. Um, and usually when I was like feeling down or, or whatever, I'd just kind of play, play some stuff and try to I know it's corny or whatever, but, you know, just get some emotions out. Um, and I just remember I was doing that for a little while, and then seemingly out of nowhere, I just, I just broke down, and I just, the full weight of my sin and conviction about how I was living and what I was living for, just kind of all sort of, it's hard to describe in words, but just all sort of crashed on me at one moment. Um, and, you know, I was, I was crying, and you know, bawling for a little while, and uh, um, I just seemed to be, like, the first moment that I could truly remember God's presence, um, like, really convicting me and just calling me back, Um, because there's a lot of, had a lot of head knowledge, I guess you could say, and, but it never really made its way to my heart, and, you know, God works mysterious ways, I suppose, and, you know, whatever, like, those events leading up and everything just, just came to that moment. Um, so I started reaching out to some old youth pastors of mine from back in the day, um, just talking to them about it, and the, they're just encouraging me to, to make the right decision, and I started reading the Bible a little bit more again, and I knew I needed to, to repent. Um, I was never baptized when I was younger, so that seemed to be what God laid on my heart as sort of the, okay, like seems like you might believe this stuff so are you gonna do anything about it you know because <laughs> um, I think for a while it's kind of on the fence if you will um, but this this moment made me truly think that you know I need to pick I need to either just live in the world or you know live in the kingdom and thankfully I chose the kingdom but <laughs> um, so I ended up joining uh, there's a church in Manion called City Light um, <clears throat> actually had a friend, like my brother had a friend that went there. He told me about it. Um, so I started going there, meeting some people and, you know, they were, they were having bapti- baptisms that month. So I was like, all right, Lord, I'll, I guess I'll do that. <laughs> um, so I went, I went and got baptized. Um, and really from that moment on, I, I, I think I finally understood 
what it truly meant to be a Christian, like a born-again Christian. Um, I think there's a lot of people, or, or like I guess like me, that sort of kind of keep it on the side, bring it up when you need it or when you want it, and just kind of pick and choose, you know, what you're going to take from it. But um, it doesn't really work like that. So <laughs> uh, it just went, went all in, I guess you could say. Um, by the grace of God, he was able to kick a lot of old habits of mine, um, not to say that I don't struggle, because I struggle a lot, but, you know, certain certain desires and longings that I just no longer have anymore, and just, you know, he replaces those with uh, with godly and good things to desire. Um, but part of this whole thing involved, I was dating someone at the time, um, and uh, that was sort of the next step, I guess, is what was I going to do? Was I going to again, keep it inside and keep just kind of like what I do on my own or am I going to like actually live this out? And, um, so I, you know, I confronted, you know, my girlfriend about it. And after a lot of, a lot of long conversation and, and, and deep talks and, and frustration and anger, um, you know, we ended up, uh, splitting ways. Um, she made it pretty clear that, you know, that was cool that that was going on for me, but it's not for her. And, you know, you know, I can't live a God-honoring life, I suppose, in that situation. So, um, I think, and, you know, I got a little angry at God a little bit, too. I was like, you know, because everything was just so clear to me in that moment. And I was like, why can't she also just understand, you know? Um, but I guess God, ha, you know, things happen for a certain reason that he wants. And, you know, that particular timing and moment was just not not what he needed or not what he wanted at that time. So... Um, yeah, so I guess that kind of leads up to now. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think in that moment too, it was like, I was able to, one of the first times I remember like actually wanting to read the Bible and like really sort of like getting things from it and like making a habit to, to really dig in and study and, you know, and try to understand, you know, what it means and just, you know, just learn, learn more about God. Um. So that's most of the story. Uh, I'd just like to talk a little bit about some more things that have been happening more recently in my life. Um, you know, I'm learning every day um, how to follow Christ. Um, and it's not, you know, not to bring down the mood, but it does, it's not always great. Um, sometimes it's really hard, and sometimes there's doubts and fear um, that can take over if you let them. Um, so I've been, yeah. When when uh, Jimmy asked me to do this, I was a little, I was a little weary because I've been going through a bit of a, a time right now. But you know, it's not about me. I guess it's about you know the work. Just remembering the work that he's done in my life and that he will do. Um, and I just you know just learning to trust and and walk in faith. Um, so I just have a couple verses here that um, that have been uh, impactful to me recently. Um, it's kind of funny though. Every time I think I have these thoughts and I get stuck in these, like, oh, you know, am I am I being good enough? Am I really am I really saved? You know, stuff like that. And you know, God, time and time again, God has has given me either like a sermon on the church that Sunday was like exactly what I was thinking about, or you know, some small group discussion that we had was like exactly what I was thinking about. You know, there's a lot of verses in the Bible, so you know, get reading. <laughs> but. A couple here that I have, um, one in Psalm 20, 
Um, who can understand his errors? Cleanse me from secret faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless, and I shall be innocent of great transgression. And then also in Psalm 139, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. And see if then, and see if then any wicked way in me, and lead me the way of, of everlasting. Um, those two verses have just been really, you know, recently impactful in me just because, you know, this is David speaking here and just knowing that it sounds kind of silly almost saying out loud, but <laughs> just knowing that you can come to God with, with your anxieties and your, and your doubts and, and, you know, he'll help you with that. It's not like he's going to, you know, and for, uh, John, it says, uh, you know, I will, anyone who comes to me, I will no, no way cast out. So, you know, like I said, it makes sense saying out loud, but <laughs> sometimes you just get in this headspace and you're like, uh, you know, like I'm not good enough for God or, you know, he won't, <clears throat> he doesn't like it when I doubt and what's wrong with me, you know, but you know, the, the Bible is very clear. We can, we can, we can very much come to him with those things and it's just very encouraging. <clears throat> so uh, that's pretty much it. Um, I'm going to end with this verse in Hebrews. Uh, which has also been encouraging to me. So hopefully it encourages you as well. Um, it's Hebrews 4, 14 through 16. <clears throat> Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace and to help in the time of need. So, thanks everybody. Well, hope you guys were blessed by Elliot's testimony today. As always, if you have any questions or feedback, send us your feedback at ya at ccphilly.org and make sure you tune in with us next week as we continue on with some new exciting content we want to share with you guys. Peace out.